the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good Friday morning and welcome in to the Bruce Woolley Show on 98.9 FM, The Answer. I'm Jack Windsor filling in for Bruce Woolley today. I am editor-in-chief of the Ohio Press Network. You can find us at theohiopressnetwork.com. It's Friday, which means it's Open Line Friday. 844-TALK-989. That's 844 talk 989 or 844-825-5989 if you don't want to figure out uh, the corresponding number to those letters, 844-825-5989. Last night, Joe Biden went directly to Americans with an address regarding, well, I thought it was regarding Israel. In reality, he spent much time talking about the Palestinian Liberation Organization, Vladimir Putin, Russia, Ukraine, and more in his uh, 15 or so minute address. Now, as I predicted last week, Biden continues to conflate issues in Russia with the terrorist attacks in Israel and uses the logic that getting involved financially more now is a must to maintain peace and avoid additional spending and uh, world catastrophe later. Uh, listen to what he said uh, about spending. That's why tomorrow I'm going to send to Congress an urgent budget request to fund America's national security needs to support our critical partners, including Israel and Ukraine, is a smart investment that's going to pay dividends for American security for generations. A package that will support Israel and Ukraine. And in case you missed it earlier in a speech, we'll talk about this in a second, I think that also includes the Palestinian Liberation Organization. A smart investment that's going to pay dividends for American security for generations. Now, if we didn't have evidence that Hunter Biden funneled money from places like China, which is more than an ally to Russia, remember they said that, and funneled money from Ukraine, which is tied up in fighting off the invasion of Russia, and if those relationships weren't cemented by hopping on daddy's air force two while then vice president joe biden was supposed to be in charge of international policy in these places if we didn't know that tens of millions of dollars hadn't made their way into the bank account of hunter biden 
Joe's brother James, and a total of nine Biden family members who received unexplained wire transfers um, into their bank accounts from foreign entities. We might take that comment at face value. That comment, let's listen to it again. With that understanding, by the way, that we just unpacked, let's listen to Joe Biden again. That's why tomorrow I'm going to send to Congress an urgent budget request to fund America's national security needs, to support our critical partners, including Israel and Ukraine. It's a smart investment that's going to pay dividends for American security for generations. Urgent. Fund. Support. Smart. I told you, these folks never let a catastrophe go to waste. Here's what U.S. Senator from Ohio, J.D. Vance, said about tying Ukraine spending to Israel aid in a tweet following Biden's address. He said, quote, what Biden is doing is disgusting. He's using dead children in Israel to sell his disastrous Ukraine policy to skeptical Americans. They are not the same countries. They are not the same problems. And this effort to use Israel for political cover is offensive. I don't know. I don't know if I can say H-E double hockey sticks on air here, but he said, heck no. (laughs) Uh, Again, that's U.S. Senator from Ohio, J.D. Vance. Just about a minute and a half into his talk last night, Biden said this. I also spoke with President Abbas, the Palestinian Authority, and reiterated the United States remains committed to the Palestinian people's right to dignity and to self-determination. Now, the White House posted a readout of the call between Abbas and President Biden. And in that readout, it states that President Abbas briefed President Biden on his engagement in the region and his efforts to bring urgently needed humanitarian assistance to Palestinian people, particularly in Gaza. President Biden offered President Abbas and the Palestinian Authority. By the way, it's called the Palestinian Liberation Organization. Uh, The White House doesn't want to call it that. Uh, The Palestinian Authority, his full support for these important and ongoing efforts. Um, well, a couple of things there. So, I don't know. Jeff, do you know how many uh, Americans are, are captive? And, and I'm put, putting you on the spot. I don't know the answer. Do you have any idea how many Americans are captive uh, b- by the terrorist group Hamas? I, I don't either. It's, it's, it's in the 10s, maybe 20s. Uh, that's an act of war against the United States. The Hamas terror organization committed an act of war against Israel. And the United States wants to support Israel, the Palestinian Liberation Organization. In addition, of course, to Ukraine. Now, a skeptical person might ask, has Abbas been, that's that's the Palestinian Liberation Organization Authority or president as they want to call him, Has he been adamant and active to eradicate Hamas from Gaza? And are they a rival or are they a uniparty? That's an honest question. I don't know the answer. 
We have lots of guests lined up today. We'll talk about that in a second. I'm going to pose that question to other people because there's the fact of the matter, and then there's also the perception. And I agree with what Senator Vance said. I think there are skeptical Americans who are going, why are we tying this aid package together, by the way, at a time when Bidenomics is ravaging families and their ability to keep their budgets in check as they buy things impacted by high energy prices and the consumer price index is, uh, I mean, look, prices are up. I don't care what the percentage is. It's compounded. Interest rates are up. Consumer confidence is down. So people are going, well, wait a minute. Is the United States playing both sides? I'm going to ask some people that question. But if you're scoring at home, here are some facts to consider. As Joe Biden, as he said, urgently asks Congress for more money to play both sides, aid to Israel, money to the Palestinian Liberation Organization. The Biden administration released $6 billion to Iran a month before Hamas attacks and the massacre of Jews. Now, allegedly, those assets were again frozen. However, Biden follows that up by going to Israel, which I don't care if it was intentional or unintentional, slows the Israel counterattack on Iranian proxies. Who are the Iranian proxies? Hamas. They're the Iranian proxies. And it slows the attack. Isn't it interesting? Uh, Nothing significant happened while Joe Biden was there. If I'm wrong, call in and correct me. But we kind of talked about that, didn't we? How is it that the president of the United States goes there at a place where people are chanting uh, death to Israel, death to America, and and everything's good? I I don't know. A skeptical person might say, well, why is that? Uh, Biden advises Israel to respond in proportion to terrorist attacks. Now, we uh, we went against the grain on that yesterday, and I don't want to relive that, but uh, what a foolish proposition. And then the Biden administration is named in two lawsuits involving money to terrorist groups. And then here's here's the most disgusting part. Biden goes to Israel, and his administration doxes U.S. Special Forces team members on the ground in Israel. Hey, world, look. Here are the guys with the special talent that are here to free the captives and uh, to do some bad stuff to the bad guys. Hey, we have several guests lined up today, and uh, I will ask each of them to weigh in. Uh, Emmett Jarvis uh, will be on at 1122. Uh, Jerry Serino, 1145. Uh, Joe Overholzer, Kettering City Council, uh, 1150. And uh, more. Stay tuned to The Bruce Hooley Show, 98.9 FM, The Answer. Hey, welcome back to The Bruce Hooley Show. Jack Windsor filling in for Bruce Hooley. I apologize for jumping off so quickly there without getting through the whole list of uh, scheduled guests that we have because we have uh, the phone lines open as well. Hey, at 1135, it's State Senator Jerry Serino. He's going to talk about his education reform bill and and maybe more. 
1150, Joe Overholzer, candidate for Kettering City Council District 1. He's got a story that he's going to tell us that I think is super important. Uh, and, of course, uh, he'll tell us what his pitch is for Kettering. Uh, Debbie Everhart at 1222, Dublin City School Board candidate. And then at 1235, it's Ohio Secretary of State Frank LaRose. Frank will be here to talk about the U.S. Senate race. I want to get his take on Israel, Ukraine funding, uh, and other such things going on right now. And uh, let's see. We're going to go right now to the phone line. I have uh, Denise D'Angelo. She is a candidate for Southwestern City School District, and I believe she's running for an at-large seat. Uh, Denise, welcome to the Bruce Woolley Show. How are you this morning? Hi, I'm doing well. Thank you. How are you? I am super fantastic. Thank you for carving out time to join us. Um, let's dive right in. Uh, I, I talked to your counterpart yesterday. Uh, I yes, want to get Julie Liskany. She's amazing. I'm sorry. I said yes, Julie Liskany. She's yes. amazing. Yeah, Julie Liskany. She's fantastic. Great conversation. Uh, I want to get your vision and, and your view. First of all, your view. Uh, why are you running for Southwestern City School Board? This is a volatile time to run. Uh, teacher unions are attacking people who. Uh, appear to stand up for parents' rights and just getting back to the nitty-gritty basic education uh, elevation idea in schools. So so why are you running? Yeah, that that is why. I have three children here in the district. I've been a part of this district my entire life, and it can be better. It can be better for those reasons you just mentioned. There is no common sense. There is no parental involvement. There can be, and we can make that difference. What is the uh, – remind our listeners in the Southwestern uh, City School District uh, what the composition of the board is now and um, what you think can be accomplished uh, if you and uh, Ms. Uh, Liskany are able to win? Yeah, once we're on there, we will be able to start making a difference. We'll be able to start talking about policies more. Start Right now there's uh, uh, three members that have been on there for a long period of time, one on there for over 20 years, one 15, and one, this will be, what, second term maybe? And then two new ones have been on there for two years. Uh, they're amazing, and we're ready to work with them to, again, start making those changes our district needs. We need to update a few policies. We need to start making sure that our schools are doing what we want them to do, and that's educate our students so they can grow up and be contributing adults to society. So let's talk about that uh, policy. So one is, you know, the focus on education. Are there other critical factors that you're looking at that could really move the needle forward in the district? And and how do you plan to address those? Yeah, well, like I said, I kind of like to stick with the basics and common sense. And this people might not like this idea, but, you know, policies, one in particular is a dress code policy. If we're going to be talking about policies that could really have a great impact on the district, uh, something as simple as a dress code, I think would really go a long way. You know, when you go into a job, when you have a, a workplace you go into, you should be dressed a certain way. I'm not saying you need a uniform. I'm just saying if you start your day with knowing that you need to wear something that is suitable for school, that kind of gets you in the mindset, I'm going to school, I'm going to go, I'm going to learn. And I think that'll, it'll, you'll see a quick change there, but um, that would be a policy to definitely look into at first. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I I don't disagree with that. Several years back, I had the privilege of sitting on a board for a charter school, and the charter school was actually 
operating in one of the poorest communities in Columbus. And, and these were kids, no joke, who were going home and having to deal with dad maybe slinging drugs and, and mom maybe standing mm-hmm. on the corner. I mean, it's, it was unbelievable the obstacles that, that these kids had to overcome. Uh, one of the things that they did was they did have a dress code. And they had a very structured and regimented schedule. And it was reading, writing, and math. And you show up at this time and you're dressed this way. And I'm telling you, when you don't have to think about some of those things, when you can put your time, energy, and focus on the things that matter, like learning, uh, it accelerates the kids. I agree with that 100%. Yes, exactly. Just small little things will go, go a long way, I think, at this point in time. Uh, so about two minutes here, what, what do you want our listeners to know uh, about – why they would need to fill in the the oval or pull the lever or you know push the button at the at the booth to vote for you yes because because I am amazing because I care because because I'm ready to make that difference. We all know that things aren't great in the school system. we all know things aren't great in society, and I'm willing Julie and I we're both willing to stand up and make that difference that we need. We are ready we're ready to do what's hard, <laughs> you know, uh, starting this journey. Do we know for sure how hard this is going to be? We did it, but now we know, and we're fighting for more than we knew. Um, there's so much out there that we are ready to help fix, you know, raising our academic scores, increasing our safety, increasing our transparency and parental involvement. These are all things that can be done at little to no cost to the district. And that's one of the main things people need to know. What we want to do, what we can do to help our students succeed in life doesn't need to cost a lot of money, if anything at all. So what they need to know is if you're ready to get a common sense basics back in schools, you know, one thing people like too is cursive, cursive and being able to tell time. You know, these are some things that we can do that'll go a long way. And we're ready to make that change for everybody. And looking forward to voting for Denise D'Angelo and Julie Liskany on November 7th. And we have a lot of information on our website, Liskany and D'Angelo at Southwest. SWCSD.com. Um, Spell that out for everybody at, real quick again, the, the website. Liskin, okay. It is, uh, it's Liskany, okay, L-I-S-K-A-N-Y-D-A-N-G-E-L-O-S-W-C-S-D.com. Excellent. Thank and, you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and there they can, uh, I assume, learn more. Uh, yeah, volunteer, you can learn donate. more about us. Yeah, if you Google us, all kinds of info is going to come up, and it's it's amazing how much comes up already when you look us up. All these yeah. great things we're trying to do, you know, common sense, basics, safety, education, bring nurses back, you know, things like that, things that make a difference. Yeah, and as a former football coach, we call it getting back to blocking and tackling. Uh, she is Denise right? D'Angelo. She's running for election for an at-large seat of the Southwestern City Schools Board of Education. And by the way, if you ever go to Ballotpedia.org, it's B-A-L-L-O-T-P-E-D-I-A.org, and you search Denise D'Angelo, D-A-N-G-E-L-O, she actually took the time to complete the candidate connection survey, and uh, you can get more in the weeds on what her beliefs and visions are there. Hey, Denise, thanks for carving out time for us this morning. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Hey, stay tuned to The Bruce Woolley Show on 98.9 FM, The Answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.